Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my second podcast. Um, first and foremost, thank you for for uh, thank you for all the feedback from the first one. Um, I was told to add music, you know, and be a little bit more clear and all that. But I'm not even gonna lie. I don't know how to do it, and I tried doing it not too long ago. Like, I tried attempting it a couple of days back, and it did not work out in my favor. So, with that being said, we're just gonna stick to the old, you know, to like the initial plan. Okay. Yeah. Okay, anyways, um, let's get started for today. Um, today, we're just going to be talking about El Sueño Americano and how it, how it affects different generations and what it is. Um, so yeah, the main question today is, what is the American dream? Obviously, the American dream is, well, I wouldn't say obviously, but I feel like I portray the Sueño Americano way different than any else um for the simple fact that it's a different it's basically a different um definition for everybody you know for me i see it as like the false narrative of succeeding here in the united states but when you ask somebody such as who happened to relate to my parents who are um immigrants from mexico i feel like they would say a whole completely different answer especially now that my parents have have my mm, you know have come to the united states i feel like they don't also have a way different answer than me as a first generation mexican-american i feel like my cousins or my family mis primos tias all in mexico would also say something differently to me though the american dream is literally the false narrative of succeeding in the united states um yeah just think it's bogus how you would have to leave your own country to feel a sense of success, you know? I understand if you're leaving, if you're following El Sueño Americano. Also, I don't know, because I feel like, I, 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 I don't know, I feel like it's such a broad topic, it's hard to just summarize it into one thing, especially because American Dream also comes with the what-ifs behind it or that started it, you know? For example, when my parents got together, they always had the, the, I, the thought of what if our kids aren't safe here? in Mexico so they moved to the United States or what if our kids don't have the same opportunities that they're gonna get over there here and it was just like a, a lot of what ifs you know but yeah I think I think it just varies because I feel like if I were to ask my cousin back in Mexico hey ¿qué crees del sueño americano? I feel like he'd be like like he'd glorify being in the United States even though it's caused people who who actually have who've actually moved here a lot of things but yeah that's just i don't know <laughs> yeah okay next question how does the sueño americano involve me so um i'm a first generation mexican american um uh, first generation student i think i think anybody who has parents who come from a foreign country can relate i i don't know i i i love this topic just because it's so broad and there's so many things you could talk about but then again i just feel like this topic is so crazy because of how it involves me you know because if it was up to me i feel like i would have encouraged well yeah if i was like one of my mom's friends um back in the day I'd, i would encourage her to stay in mexico or if i was my mom um 
I wouldn't have came to the United States. I think I would have, I'd like to say that I think I would have stayed in Mexico for to, for my kids to be raised where I was raised, you know? But I don't know, I guess you, we won't really know. But yeah, that's how it involves me. My parents, both of them came, how I stated before, from Mexico. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm a first-generation student. I think it involves me in the sense of I am the blueprint. And I don't have nobody to look up to. I think... I wouldn't say I am the blueprint, but the, these first-generation students, such as me and my siblings are, I have an older sister. I have two older sisters. Um, I was in present for one of their... I was in present for the oldest college situation stuff, but now I'm present for the second oldest. And I don't know, because... I don't know, I feel like it's really difficult, because she doesn't have an example, so she's winging it. And so now I'm trying so yeah, now I'm trying to catch up or see what I can pick up from what she knows. And it just gets mad difficult. Um, for example, FAFSA, oh my god. My sister didn't know what she was doing. <coughs> Excuse me, and neither did I. And you know, we we just look at each other. Cause what are we doing? Type stuff. We don't have anybody to look up to or ask questions. You know, but even then, we could find resources like at, in school or online. It's it's just it's just hard because you you think it it I I wouldn't say that you think it wouldn't be hard, but you think it'd be more. I don't know, I don't know. You think following school would be a sense of like it would give you a sense of accomplishment just because you now you're the first or part of the first. But I think it distresses you out more. Like, I think having, I wouldn't say it's a burden, but having that pressure on you, all those eyes, feeling all those eyes on you, I think it just, wow, it baffles me because, damn, it'd be hard out here sometimes, you know? But yeah, that just brings me to my next, to my next question. Um, how does the American dream benefit anyone? I think, oh my God. I don't know. I wouldn't say it benefited anybody. It benefits anybody. I don't know. I, f I have really strong feelings about the American dream being pretty much bogus in the sense of you not being able to stay in your motherland because you're going to go follow. I wouldn't say an urban legend, but I wouldn't say a rumor neither. I wouldn't even call it a cheese but a tale, I guess. Dang, I forgot what I was saying. Wait, let me, okay, yeah, how does it affect anyone? Yeah, I feel like I have really strong feelings towards me not believing that the American dream was worth it. But I feel like a lot of people do believe it was worth it just because now once they get to the United States after being in their country and feeling maybe miserable or upset or trapped... Now that they now that they come to the United States, maybe they don't feel like that anymore. So I guess it would benefit them. So those people who are chasing the dream, who are who are literally crossing the border or making their way inside to the United States, you know, feel like it benefits them once they start realizing. Once they, I wouldn't, I don't know. I just don't know how to explain it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it benefits anyone. Okay, 
I guess I'm just saying that because I'm pretty, yeah, yeah, I guess I'm just saying that because I feel myself privileged. I feel like I'm so privileged I turn a blind eye to it because now that I realize it, if I were my mom at her age in Mexico where it's dangerous, there's not a lot of jobs and opportunities, yeah, I think of crossing hundreds of miles to cross the border for my future family. Okay, it makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. So I guess it benefits us for first-generation students, first-generation Mexican-Americans, you know, first-generation Moroccan-Americans, literally any first type of generation American. Damn. But then how does it benefit the people that had to sacrifice so much to get here? I guess they to succeed if there are parents, you know, but how can we... Is that the only way to repay them, you know? Like, is that enough? Okay, that's a whole different tangent. Anyways, um, <laughs> that was funny. How does the American dream affect one's schooling? Affect one's schooling? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> um, that's a very, very good question. I think, I think it's por- important to realize that a lot of first-generation Mexican, not Mexican-American, sorry, first-generation American students are um, most likely to attend a community college. I also think it's important to realize that we are less, less, we're less likely to graduate on time and that we choose careers that impact our communities where we could give back, you know? I feel like that, that, yeah, I wouldn't say it sums us up, but I don't know how to elaborate. I'd say it's, it's just in our, in our conscious, conscious, you know, that we're going to struggle twice as much or we're going to have to take twice as long. It's just, I think, what's that one word used in that Marvel movie with Thanos? It's an, 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 inevitable, and yeah, that, inevitable. I'm pretty sure I pronounced that incorrectly, but we're just going to move on from that. But yeah, I just think it's pretty interesting once you do realize like, holy crap, I'm starting way back here, but this person's starting way up here. And it's just pretty interesting once you start thinking of, dang, how is it, how is it that it's me though? Like, how did I get here? How come I wasn't up there? But yeah, that just leads into a whole different tangent as well. <laughs> is following the Mexican dream necessary? Well, I was going to say absolutely not because I still stand, I would like to say that I still stand very strong with the thought of being able to succeed in your own country. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Is it necessary? I think it depends on what place you're in as a person. For example, as a parent, I could understand why you would want to go to a different country so you could help out your family. Um, growing up in poverty, I could see why you'd see it necessary as well to go to a whole different country and struggle. Because you can't even lie. Following the American dream means you're going to struggle, I feel like. My parents came here broke. They came here with no job. They came here after what three times of crossing the border 
they my like my parents struggled so much to get here and i genuinely don't understand if anything was okay that's a lie because i literally just contradicted myself i don't know it's just it's so con it's confusing it's very confusing because you i feel like i want to believe that it's not necessary but under the mm, under difficult circumstances it probably is oh that sucks i don't know i think i'd like to believe that my parents feel accomplished but also with a lot of i wouldn't like a lot of regret yeah that's the word i feel like even though they feel accomplished like oh hey all of my kids were born in the united states all of them graduated high school they pursued some type of career they're in college etc i feel like as much as they feel that they also feel like dang the last time i seen my mom was over 20 years ago i didn't get to see my mom again because she passed away while i was here couldn't go back i couldn't grieve i couldn't love with my family yeah i oh ooh, mm, this is a really good question because i i can only imagine how they feel i don't i don't i don't know i know when i ask my mom she always just re- says like she always refers it back to my siblings and i and she says lo hice para ustedes i did it for you guys which it breaks my heart because why couldn't why like like i don't know i don't know that's a whole that's going back to a different question but I think, I think with, okay, well, I think this question could have obviously multiple answers, but my main answers would stand between, um, A, I don't know, obviously, (laughs) and B, I think it depends how we look at it, because if we look at it in the sense of materials where my parents have their their homes where we have our dogs shelter okay <laughs> okay it wasn't supposed to come out like that but yeah if we look at it in the sense of materialistic things and we um notice that our parents have shelter food they're not struggling with poverty as much i'd like to say um as well as not being scared of it being dangerous outside i feel like looking into those things they feel happy that they're here you know like they feel at ease if that makes sense but when you look at it in the sense of relationships and having to leave everything behind i think i think it's a full a lot of regret i remember once my mom was diciendo that she was like a veces pienso como mi vida fuera sido diferente si me hubiera quedado en mexico which is basically saying like, oh, I wonder how things would have been different if if we were to stay in Mexico, you know? Because I wonder the same thing. And it's just, I think it's really crazy how everything happened so fast for my parents. Because, like, now their kids are 20, you know, 19, 14. And I feel like they know we're grateful. And, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what they feel like. I will gladly do a follow-up question though so i can ask them because that really interests me um should we encourage other people to follow the american dream you know like this is a tricky question as well just because i think it also depends on 
if they're in a difficult position in life, for example, if they're fleeing war, they are living in poverty, they want a better life for their family. I think, yeah, like, follow... I don't want to say, like, do what you want or, like, it is what it is or, like, YOLO because I feel like that's not the advice anybody would be looking for. But as a first-generation Mexican-American daughter, yeah, yeah, do it, do it, do it. I wouldn't, I don't know, because I literally just said it's not necessary. I don't know. I feel like do what you have to do in order to see the next day because yeah i feel like that's what my parents did to tell you the truth i think obviously if they were to have the chance to succeed in mexico during the time they came over here or decided to come over here i feel like they would have stayed there but i guess we'll never know but yeah my advice to me yeah yeah my advice to las personas que van a venir o que si que se quieren venir hagan lo que tenga que hacer because al fin del día no es no es nuestro nuestro I wouldn't say it's not our business pero lo que van a hacer el esfuerzo que van a hacer y lo que van a sacrificar todo va a ser para su futuro it's all gonna be for your future so yeah do with that advice what you will because I don't even know what I said well I know what I said but I don't know okay next question um can we improve can we improve the can we can we improve following the American dream for future generations, or how do I wish to change it? Um, I feel like that's a loaded question. Cause how can we improve it? How can we improve people being first generation Americans coming to the United States? What's the process of that like? Obviously, our parents aren't from here, so they'd have to come here. And I feel like they'd have to come here safely in a way that doesn't put their life in so much danger as it did before. Mm, Yeah, I think that's it. I feel like when my parents, I remember my mom told me this. She's constantly telling me the stories of how she got here with my dad. And it just, it just broke my heart. I wasn't even there, but. Obviously, I'm my mom's kid, so I was crying. I was crying with her because she was telling me how crossing the border, the first time they tried to cross it, they were looking for immigration officers because they didn't, they weren't traveling with enough water and they were, they were literally dying of dehydration, so they were looking to get caught. The second time they got caught, my mom said that she passed out and they had to carry her. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Knowing that, just knowing that itself, how dangerous and how scary it is to cross the border, I feel like there could be more efficient ways to cross it. But then, again, I don't know, because I don't know. I'd like to say I was born being, sorry, my watch is going off. (laughs) But um, being in the United States, my mom gave us so much privilege that she wasn't able to have um, with being born in Mexico. And I just... I'm grateful for it. I really am. But I don't think I know how to improve following the American dream or being able to change it at all. But yeah. Oh, that sucks though. <laughs> but going back to my other question about how does it, how does the American dream affect one's schooling? So 
I decided to do a little research on this topic just because like I know for a fact we have it hard because obviously we don't start at the same start line that other people do and I think that's really important to remember because there's always going to be times where we feel discouraged or just stressed overall being the blueprint or not having anybody to look up to but I feel like we have to also remember that we we need to take it slow you know because we can't rush everything but yeah anyways I searched up the topic and a cool fact what an interesting fact I found is we learn less than our peers as first generation Mexican or first generation American students yeah we earn uh, well according to my handy dandy trusted source eab.com it says first gen students often work in the public and non and not for profit sectors which tend to let pay less than jobs in the private and for for profit sectors for example first gen men are 4% less likely than their peers to work in the for profit sector and 3% more likely to work in an in-state or local government. Isn't that crazy? I don't know. I just think that's crazy. Because we were trying so hard to go to school, to do what our parents asked us to do. You know, you know to make our parents proud, being the primeros en ir al, al colegio, salir adelante, etc. Y ahora para que agarremos un trabajo and we get paid a little bit less kind of bogus if you ask me but that's also a different conversation but the same the same article i pulled up states that we're less likely to have a mentor only 25 percent of college graduates report having a mentor who encouraged them to achieve their goals according to eight to the 2018 strata gallup alumni service survey sorry <laughs> of the students who reported having a mentor 64 indicated the person was a professor but first-gen and minority students were far less likely to identify a professor as their mentor. 72% of white students identified their mentor as a professor, compared with 61% of first-gen students and just 47% of minority students. I think that's interesting because I feel like we, us as first-generation students, we forget we have resources. We forget that we can't ask for help. We forget that, yeah, we're the blueprint, but we, like, there there ain't no shame in help, in getting help. You know, like, when you ask questions, but you don't ask questions because you're scared. Why are we scared? What's stopping us, you know? Hmm. Wow, that was a little deep for a second. That was a little, that was a little crazy. <laughs> but... Um, Another fact I pulled up from from firstgen.naspa.org was 24% of first-generation college students had parents with no post-secondary education. So what this fact means to me, it's just, it just for me, it just confirm, confirms the fact that a lot of these parents, sorry, a lot of these first-gen students are struggling with having all eyes on them and with the pressure that has been built up from their parents because they weren't able to graduate you know i feel like a lot of parents who weren't able to graduate high school go to middle school etc or just have um a 
formal public education or any type of education, you know, I feel like a lot of those parents have now thrown so much pressure at their at their I was gonna say student but I guess kid <laughs> at their kid you know they thrown so much pressure at their kid for they can't repeat como mi mom dice sus dang I forgot what she said oh my mom always says que que ella nunca quiere que nosotros repitamos lo que ella ha hecho you know so she never wants us to repeat what she's done and I just think that all these parents are throwing so much pressure which gets tiring as a kid you know as a student because obviously we get overwhelmed with school and then if we're working which a lot of us end up working you know yeah that's a whole i don't know what the frick i'm saying anymore but that's a whole different tangent <laughs> but yeah i think that's all my brain has to say for today um thank you for listening also um you you can finish the audio now if you want to but to those people who gave me feedback for my first podcast thank you a lot um I'm just not too tech savvy, so I don't know what I'm really doing. So I'm trying, you know. But yeah, um, stay tuned for the third episode. The third episode should be about me reviewing a student a student alumni panel from my school, CCA. So yeah, if you're interested in that, go ahead and tune in. Also, if my voice sounds raspy, it's because I'm not sick, but I was yelling a lot. But yeah, I think it's going to be raspy for a while. Okay, yeah. Bye, guys. Thank you.